I am. Will you tell me whenever I'm supposed to read my script, Frank? you got a few seconds. Just okay. Because I always goof it up. You know that. Now? Not yet. <laughs> now. Welcome to Get the Facts, Jack, a weekly podcast from Jack County, Texas, sharing factual information to the citizens of Jack County. I'm your host, Judge Brian Keith Humphreys, and to my right, you're good at this, man. I need to follow your direction more more often. Frank Hefner, my Jack County Emergency Management Coordinator. And you know what? I have to read this every time. It would be like I could remember that. But well, you know... <laughs> Sometimes even reading it, you don't get it. I know. Right. Oh well, that's, that's why. That's why. It, you know, this is comic relief here. Here I have, you know, Garland Easter and Charlie Martin in the room, plus the adorable Vicky Easter here for moral support. I had to throw you under the bunch, girl. So you know yeah. how that is. But oh, she, go, she won't even get off her phone yet. She's just yeah, sitting like, there. My wife would be texting me saying, "Get off your phone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Pay attention. Get off the phone. You got to love this. Oh, you so. do." Well, I'm a little hyped up. As you know, I was up in Wichita Falls. I was having an MRI done on my left knee, and I'm just a little that, uh, claustrophobic. So. Judge, that's not hyped up. That's doped up. Man, I tell you, <laughs> I, I wish they would have pushed the better stuff. How long is this? How, how long is this supposed to last? <laughs> What's that? And you, did you drive? Did you drive yeah, oh, all back by oh, yourself? Yeah. I was here in no time, man. It was, <laughs> I flew all the way down. Right. <laughs> Not to make this, not to make this sound, not to make this sound wrong, but I could just picture in my head Cheech and Chong mm-hmm. <laughs> going down the road. It was, especially with my wife in the car. Oh man, so that's quite a come. Hey, how about this? Yeehaw! It's time for the Jack County uh, Youth Fair. Yeah, we're getting ready. It's hey, it's next week. You know, Christmas is behind us. Mm-hmm. It's fixing to be New Year's Eve over the weekend, and next thing you know it, it's time for the uh, the youth fair. So we've got the, the uh, biggest event in all of Jack County it, for the whole year. Well, it's definitely the biggest kickoff event that we have sure. the new year because anybody and everybody comes to the youth fair. Yes, sir. I mean, there is so much participation between – you know, you got your FFA, you got your 4-H kids, but you know we have kids that participate in not only livestock. I mean, we have all all of the livestock classes there, but we have got my goodness, we've got through 4-H, we've got photography, we've got projects, we we got mechag projects each and every year. We've got uh, cooking. It's amazing. Uh, there is an oh, opportunity oh, for everybody to be part of it. I get to judge cooking this year. Good thing. Oh gosh. You don't need to eat two or three days before because your glucose levels will be off the chart. It's phenomenal. I hope there's something good on the table. Oh, there is plenty of good stuff on the table. One of the things, i got to say this, I've been a, a imagine me being a cooking, cooking judge, but I did it last two years, and about two years ago there was, a, there was a cake that's called the Diablo cake, and it's where they use, and it's hot as heck, but it's kind of like a spice cake, but they make it extra hot. And then you have that creamy Philadelphia cream cheese, um, that sweet icing. Oh, my gosh. It didn't win best to show two years ago, but I think it got runner-up. Mm. It was good because it was different. I'd never seen it before. Wow. Yeah. Always something good, though. We'll see I'm if it's on the table this go-around. Yeah. So we've got Mr. Garland Easter, president of the Jack County Fair Association, 
and Mr. Charlie Martin. They're giggling over there. There's no telling. <laughs> Charlie, put your phone down, Charlie. He's showing Garland all sorts of crazy stuff. So, and uh, Subliminal messaging. That's what it is. You just got to kind of beam it across. So. That's it. Man, guys, good to see you. I, I, I got to tell you this. Do you know, you were our guest this same time last year, do you know that you were the highest rated – yeah, here I am pumping up. <laughs> Vicky's laughing. You were the highest rated podcast of the year 2021. Did that surprise you? Well, yeah, I kind of did. <laughs> 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 We've had to sign autographs several times. Oh, is, hey, I yeah. see. Yeah, that's how it is. Yeah. You're professionals. You know? Yeah. You got something. this under control. Yeah. The highest rated, the most listened to podcast of all of last year. And I'll be honest. Let me just go ahead and stroke your ego a little bit more. That, hey, that wasn't that wasn't uh, signatures for autographs. That was because you were putting out certificates of something. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. More than likely. <laughs> we'll call it autographs, though. So. Yeah. You, y'all, both of you are the all-time leading. You have the most listeners of any podcast since we've been doing this. We're year number two, three. Year number one. They were one of our first. Oh, were they? Yes. Okay. So we're a full year into so this. So you are the ranking champion. So guys, today you better knock it out of the park. No that, pressure. Is that why I'm sweating? That's exactly. <laughs> That's exactly right. I, do, I hear that from everybody. I'll just make you sweat. So, All right, so give me a little details. Who's going to take the lead on this? What's the dates of the Jack County um, Youth Fair? So we're going to kick off on uh, Wednesday, January the 5th. Uh, all of our livestock will have to be in place there by 6 p.m. at the fair building. We'll start weighing those hogs in uh, from 4 to 6 that afternoon, and then we'll follow that up with the sheep, goats, uh, steers and heifers. And then uh, on Thursday morning, uh, actually Thursday afternoon, we'll kick off our shows with our swine judging. Uh, that'll start at 5 p.m. Then uh, then Friday morning, we'll, uh, we'll kick off that morning with our rabbit show at 8 a.m. Uh, our Ag Mech projects will have to be in place by 8 a.m., and they'll show and exhibit those at 9. Um, then our... Meat goats will follow our rabbit show, then uh, then breeding does, and then the market lambs, um, breeding ewes, heifers, and then our steers. And then on, uh, on Saturday morning, uh, the kids will uh, qualify for a premium sale, and we'll have that Saturday morning at 10 o'clock, uh, followed by a bean and cornbread lunch that's sponsored by the Friends of the Fair. So uh, come out and join us for that. Um, it's a really good time, really good eats, lots of good fellowship with the kids and, and uh, people in the community. So, You know, and the whole county shows up. I mean, you've got people not only from Jacksboro but from Bryson and from Perrin and all over the northern area, the Newport and the Antelope area that comes in, and they participate and bring their livestock and their crafts to this, this project. So, what Garland, what's the biggest show? What's, what's kind of the, the spotlight of the entire Youth fair is it the the beef show? Is it the sheep? I know you got a sheep and goat man right next to you. You know I don't know that there's one specific species that is probably more spotlighted, but we probably have more pigs on Thursday night than we do anything. <clears throat> we have a lot of people come, you know, out on Thursday evening and watch the pig show. 
um, and you were referencing the people all over the county coming to the show. We've got a lot of people that come from adjoining counties that like to come watch and like because we do have a very competitive show here in this county and we've got a great facility and people just they come every year and they say man i don't know how y'all get a place like this or you know y'all are so blessed to have a facility like this and so we got a lot of people that come just because we got a good place to do it yeah and it kind of kicks off the show season i mean as soon as we wrap it up you just got a week or two and you fix and get ready for fort worth and then it just you know charlie it just hits boom 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 after that so this is kind of, you know, we've had some prospect shows. We've had, a, a, you know, Perrin and Bryson both has had shows and whatnot and little community shows. But this is where, this is where you put on your best clothes and you come. This is a competition. This is what this is what most of the kids or a lot of the kids really target their county show. <clears throat> I mean, with it, they have they probably get more competitive at their own county show than they do it may be a major at houston san Antonio. everybody wants to win their county show yeah yeah for bragging rights mm-hmm. and the competition's tough some of the some of the prospects i've seen early like in october whenever the bryson and Perrin um associations or their groups had their community shows there at the fair barn uh man you talk about the quality of the livestock some of the best that you'll see in the state of Texas. They all compete at the national level. The yes. majority of them that come to those little community shows, um, they're looking at tough competition. Definitely. I mean, we have a lot of a lot of kids here within the county that will go on to bigger shows and, and, and they're successful. I mean, they're not just they're not just dragging down the road. I mean when they show up, people will know they've been there. So what what do you, would you say, let's say somebody's listening to the show and they're interested in getting involved in the youth fair. So, Charlie, do you usually start them out with a show steer and go big time, or do you start them with rabbits? How, how does somebody get involved in this? So a lot of it uh, will just depend on the kiddos and, and their, you know, their opportunities at home and that. Um, you know, we have some kids that, that they have parents that maybe showed – those steers and that, uh, that, that want to show those. Uh, it's a family tradition, and they try to keep with that. Um, typically, that wouldn't be the one I would start a, a little kid out on. Um, I'm going to probably push them more toward, a, you know, one of the smaller species uh, that, that follows what their interests are in that. Um, there's a lot of difference in the livestock uh, as far as how you handle them and how you prep them for shows and and their daily regimen that you do with them, whether it's exercise or working their their hair coats or you know those types of things, they need different types of facilities and and uh, so it, it varies from kid to kid and their opportunity at home and and whatever program they're in. Uh, some of the schools have or all of the schools here uh, are very fortunate enough; they have very nice facilities that their FFA kids can keep and and house their livestock and that. So that works pretty good. Um, you know we have we have a number of kids that show all of the species i don't think there's any species that's just um that's just small comparatively uh in number but uh they do the the kids across the the deal do a really good job uh with those projects you'll see very competitive ones in uh, in every species we have um 
And that's pretty neat to see, to come to a small county show like this and, and see the quality. Every year our judges brag on on how good our kids do as far as prepping their stock and and the quality that they would, that they do have here. So that's, that's pretty fulfilling um, to get to see that and be a part of that. Tell us a little bit about showmanship. You know, I usually try to make most of these shows, and, and one of my highlights or one of the things I really love to see is um, tell us a little bit about the showmanship competition and how that works. So at our county show, uh, we have a separate judge that uh, sits up in the stands and, uh, and he calls back uh, kids from the different age group divisions and, uh, and judges the showmanship. He calls a certain number of them back, and then they actually come back in the ring and show for the showmanship uh, award. And um, that's a pretty neat deal. I know whenever I was in school, it was always very important to me to win showmanship or at least be competitive there because if you're not, you're not getting the most out of that animal. And uh, the thing about it is um, it really doesn't matter if you have the best one or you didn't couldn't afford the best one or whatnot. Maybe your animal didn't feed as well. It may have got sick or injured or whatever. But if you do a good job presenting that thing, you're going to get the most out of it. And generally, the placings take care of themselves if the showmanship is is up to snuff or up to, you know, a high level. So it's always pretty neat to see those kids um, – they go to work in and and they'll come and ask you some of my kiddos will they'll come and say hey do you know who the who the showmanship judge is this year and I'm like don't worry about who it is just worry about showing you know <laughs> um, but it's always neat to see them really working and and trying and once they figure out after the first show you know all the kids know who who it is who the yeah. who the guy is and or the gal is whichever we have that particular year but it's always neat to watch them because then they quit watching the judge that's in the ring and they go to watching the guy that's in the stands. Yeah. And, uh, so it, it's always pretty interesting to watch how, how that develops throughout the week. And, uh, so yeah, it's showmanships is, uh, probably to me is as important as any aspect of it. Because if you're, if you're getting your business tended to there, the rest of it, you're, you're in good shape. It kind of all falls so, into place from that point on. A- absolutely. It? I love some of the questions that the showmanship judge asked. You know, they may ask, you know, hey, uh, what's your what's your animal's name based upon how old? Whether it's peewee. Now, will they will you have a peewee? We uh, we don't at our county show. We'll have three. We'll have junior, intermediate, and senior. Junior, um, intermediate, and senior. Yeah, okay. and that that uh, typically the the community shows uh, they'll have peewee showmanship and that with our ring size at the county show, it's a real challenge. Uh, to get a whole bunch of them in there, so that uh, that helps us. Um, but you know, you know expedite the, our show. And the that. older they get, the tougher the questions are. Sure. And you know, last year I watched him um, swap out animals, and then the uh, the exhibitor had to go uh, get the reins or the lead of another animal, and uh, kind of see how they how they. They handled somebody else's, you know, uh, livestock or animal. And then um, he had the opportunity to go and a young man or young woman to go and identify somebody that had helped them uh, throughout the year and really wanted for them to show their appreciation. Mm -hmm. And let me tell you, it became – I don't think that there was one dry eye in that entire arena whenever whenever that senior showmanship – uh, competition is is happening 
One yeah. thing, one thing I will point out, my co-pilot here uh, tapped on my paper and said, "Hey, you, uh, you might have messed that up just a nickel's worth." So uh, we don't have. Actually, oh, we don't make mistakes live. Yeah, on it. yeah. This podcast all. is perfected and it's yeah. highly produced too, Charlie. So uh, we do not have three classes. We have a junior and a senior class. No oh, intermediate. So there you go. Um, disclaimer there. Uh, <laughs> rewind. Re. <laughs> Re-record. You got to listen uh, to the entire show. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> the good part's always at the end. That's exactly right. Yeah. One thing I was sitting here thinking, though, Keith, about the showmanship is, you know, it doesn't matter whether you have the best animal or you have him fitted the best or the showmanship. You're in total control of how you show. Yeah. Nobody else can affect the way you handle yourself, your mannerisms, your respect for the other showmen in the show ring. It's totally on you. And so, I mean, th- there's a lot of pride there. There really is. And especially, let's talk about the pig show, the swine. You mentioned there's respect for the other people that are in, because to somebody that is not educated, it looks like organized chaos. I mean, it is. Absolutely. I, I mean, seriously, if you don't know and haven't seen those young people work and walk their their pigs, I mean, it's really something to see. But the way that they do it and the mannerism and their positioning between the animal and the judge and never taking their eyes off and show stick slapping on one side, alternating to the other, and possibly a brush on the other hand. I mean, it's it looks easy, but it's hard. It is, definitely. You know, and it takes mm-hmm. a lot of practice to do that. And so, But that practice involves grandparents and moms and dads and brothers and sisters and other family members that want to do that because – you cannot just walk into that ring and show that animal and get any kind of recognition. Absolutely not. And that's the one thing I like about the about the, the stock shows or the 4-H and F. It's something that the whole family can participate in as a group. Everybody has a piece of the puzzle there to put together to make that work. Mm-hmm. So it's not just one student. I mean, he's got to have some help from mom and dad. And he's, there's some places for his brothers and sisters to, to help with that as well. And so that's the thing I like about it is it there's there's a spot for everybody in the family that has a piece of the puzzle. Yeah, all the family has to participate. I mean, it really does take a group effort. And and really, you're just seeing the front part. If you really want to see something, how it goes on, go take a step in the back and watch all the work before that animal comes into the show ring that goes into it. Charlie Martin you're going to have a set of clippers permanently uh, attached to your hand and a spray bottle or a comb in the other one because your work and, and the, the prep work starts now because you got to make sure you got to get that animal in tip-top shape before it walks into that show ring. Yeah, so we'll start uh, clipping these things on the sheep and goats. We'll start on Sunday afternoon with those or Sunday morning, uh, and we'll pretty well clip something uh, every day up until show day. Uh, they got a, the sheep will have to be clipped, and the weather goats will have to be clipped before they get uh, get to the scales there uh, Wednesday evening. So, so we'll have to have everything at least uh, at least clipped off. Now we'll probably go back over them and do a few uh, fine tune ups and squaring up tops on on things and and uh, getting them getting them dialed in tight. Uh, you know, a little closer to showtime, but we'll start on those things. Uh, we have a full day Sunday and Monday both uh, clipping. So, yeah, it it's about go time. 
Yeah, it's getting there. So, so Garland, there's some new things going on out at the um, the fair, the actual grounds. I know that the uh, fair association has some new projects. Um, what are a couple of the new things that our uh, listeners could should be looking for? Well, we've been very fortunate this year that we've had two very sizable donations from some local groups here within the county. Um, and their only request was that we spend that money and use it to upgrade our facility. And um, that's what we're trying to do. We, uh, we have installed two new doors in the show ring area. Um, we've upgraded our sound equipment. And the stock show, this year's show will be the, be the guinea pig to see what kind of job we did on that. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, um, we've got some new... Uh, TVs in there that we're going to try to broadcast some of the, you know, some of the show live on the, up on a big screen. Um, we've got a welding crew out there now doing some work, kind of cleaning things up and tidying things up around outside. Um, long-term goal, uh, we're running out of room. I mean, we're, our facilities, we've been out there for the last two weeks kind of shuffling pins around and trying to s- coordinate everything so that we can get all of our exhibitors in there and get all the animals in there um long-term plans we're hoping to add on to our outside barn and uh, our cattle numbers are up this year and uh, i know um our cattle superintendent he's been trying to get some numbers together and trying to figure out how we can get all of them housed and tied and and you know kept there on the grounds and uh, so we're hoping to sometime maybe in the future, maybe next year or the year after, we can get some funds together and add on to our outside building and create some more stalls and some more spacing for the cattle. That's, so, I'm telling you what, our facilities are probably as good as any of our surrounding counties. Oh, by far. Yes. I mean, we really do. The, very well blessed. The Fair yeah. Association has done a phenomenal job, and they've been good stewards of the donations that they have received. And... Uh, you know, so let's say, for example, if somebody wanted to make a contribution, I'm assuming there's a need for additional funds? Sure. Yeah, and, and, and we've had that in the past. You know, somebody, you know, wanted to give us a sizable donation and said, you know, we want this to go to building, you know, to your building fund, you know. And uh, we just earmark that for, you know, for the building fund. And when we feel like we've got enough money to get started then we'll break ground and start a new facility and um fortunately the last two big additions that we added on to it just worked out and i mean the donations came in and we kind of stepped out on on the edge there thinking you know it may take us a while to pay for it but this is what we're going to do and we did it and man it's worked out and we've got it paid for now and but we're out of room again. Yeah, and 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 you invest in the community, and and I want to make sure people understand. It's not like the fair association has this big old bank account that is loaded full of funds. If the money is in the account, it's spent on something. I mean, you're improving, or just you know, you, the maintenance, the bathrooms, you know, the 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 air conditioner, the the electric bill. You know we. And you're right, Keith. I mean, and the the two doors that we just replaced, gosh, I guess those doors have been there since <coughs> probably in the early '80s. Okay. And of course, they've been bumped into, and they and they they're wore out. And I mean, but 
We've added those. We've added some two big fans in the back part. There's just always things that just need to be upgraded. Um, and we're, we're hoping to get some heaters in there and so we can try to, you know, our heaters have kind of played out and we're down to just kind of one over in one corner, but we've got by. And hopefully this year, the way they're talking the weather, we might get by without the heaters this year. Yeah, that'd be a good thing. During the cold winter, that's the that corner's the popular. That's place the most to be popular at. area yeah. to be. Yeah. 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 I always see those guys over in the know. corner. But yeah. you know this this facility, Keith. I mean, it's not just for our stock show. I mean, it gets used year round for for something. You know, I mean, I, like you said earlier, there were several jackpots out there oh, back yeah. in the summer. I don't know. We had five or six jackpots out there back in the summer, and I know that um, when we had the big snowstorm last year. I know Frank and them. They went out there. They thought they was going to need it for, um, yeah, for um, uh, housing emergency. Yeah, yeah, emergency housing and uh, and you no, know, we've used it. We used it for yeah. for a clinic, vaccine clinic at yeah. one point. Yeah. You know, you whenever know, we were doing was, the vaccine clinic for COVID, we had it as a backup. You know, to our um, Twin Lakes Activity Center next door to us, and right. and I mean it's used for. Uh, it's available for rent. Yes, uh, I I will tell you. Um, I would challenge our listeners to go out there on any given weekend, a Saturday and or Sunday. You know, we're used to seeing the big baseball tournaments out there. But I'm going to tell you, there's as big a following, if not bigger, whenever there's a a show or something going on. Some of those Sunday shows, man, it's huge. It's It's amazing the number of people that that facility draws to our community and when people come from outside our community to Jacksboro to have that show, that brings income to our gas stations, to our restaurants. It trickles down. And so it is one of our economic draws that we have in Jack County. Yeah, wh- there's not many counties around that have that type of facility. So it really, an investment into the Jack County Fair Association is a true investment into our community. And so I'm assuming they could just find you or another board member during the the fair and just hand you a check. Absolutely, yeah. And and uh, if they don't want to come to the fair, I mean, I get a lot of phone calls, you know, wanting to look at the building or wanting to see if it's available. I I reference them or I send them all back to the extension office of the courthouse because there's somebody always there. Yep, always available, mm-hmm. and. Um, yeah, if they want to make a donation, you're, we're more than welcome to take that. And so, and if not, they can always drop it by Charlie, your office as well, because there is somebody uh, staffing that office uh, normal business hours during the week. Yeah, usually uh, somebody there. Yeah, unless we have a meeting, uh, and we do have meetings away from and and that, but we normally have a secretary that uh, that's in our office. She does go and help us with programs. So. There are times that somebody's not always sitting right there, but but we're not very far by, and our cell phone numbers are on the front door and that. So, uh, if somebody needs to get a hold of us, we're we're usually at a minimum we're a phone call away. So, yeah. or if somebody's interested in or listening to our podcast for the first time and does not have a child active in, you know, showing, a great way to get started is through the 4-H program, and that's kind of overseen through your office as well. And you can give direction and guidance not only for that, but also if one of our uh, maybe a new resident of Jack County has questions about, um, you know, range control, brush control, um, bee production, 
my gosh, all that is available through your office for the extension service. Yeah, there's there are lots of areas that, that we uh, cover and provide educational opportunities on, uh, both in agriculture and natural resources, but also in family and consumer health. Uh, and community uh, relations and things like that. We do uh, food handler safety certifications for for different groups and that. Um, we have lots of stuff that goes on, uh, feral hog meetings, range management meetings, uh, livestock production meetings, um, photography clinics, crafting at lunch. Uh, there's, there's lots of things that, that go through our office. Uh, we get lots of phone calls on lots of different topics, and it's it's really interesting. Um, no no two days are the same in our office, so it's pretty pretty interesting to see the different uh, the different things going on in the county because you hear about a lot of it. Um, you may not see all of it. You get lots of text messages and pictures and things and emails, but um, you know a lot of things that are going on that are people are are doing at their properties and that type of thing. Uh, whether they're they're new to Jack County or whether they're they've been here for generations, so it's pretty neat to to be able to see the variations in things. I just know, not but a couple of months ago, uh, you uh, you handled water sampling for our groundwater, and so um, I know I did two samples, and all of a sudden, within a day or two, Charlie came to me and said, "Judge, um, you got a problem with your water." <laughs> And, I mean, you brought it to my attention. Now, granted, I didn't take the sample properly, and I had it retested, and with a little more care, those problems went away. But it just so happened that I had sheep up around my garden hose, and I did not take the sample properly, and there was things in the water that you don't want to be drinking that happen when sheep are around your garden hoses. So figure it out, what I'm trying to say. But right. We corrected that problem very quickly, Charlie. <laughs> the look on your face when you came in and said, Judge, are you sick? <laughs> I think there's something in your water that you don't need to be drinking. It does not need to be in your kitchen sink. Right. <laughs> we quickly fixed that problem. So, But there's all sorts of resources that are available through your office. And, and I'm trying to spotlight um, extension and the things that they provide. And you know a lot of the people that are moving into our community – they don't know that. They don't understand what services and, and educational, um, you know, streams that you provide to our community. And so, uh, you know, I'm a huge supporter of extension and AgriLife and everything uh, that you do for our community. So, very much so. Go over the dates, times, locations. I know we hit that at the very first, but I mean, we're talking about a week, less than a week from today. You're going to start showing up, and Wednesday, it's game on. It's showtime. Yeah. So so to go over our schedule again, Wednesday, uh, there at 6 o'clock, all of our livestock projects will have to be in the barn. Um, we'll start weighing on the hogs from 4 to 6. I know that's uh, – they, they need to be there a little bit early, but if somebody just can't get there till 6 o'clock, you know, we understand that, that people have work and that. Um then we'll follow that up with our sheep and goats uh, and then steers and heifers uh, following the pigs. Uh, then on Thursday evening at uh, the January the 6th, we'll start at 5 o'clock with our, our swine judging. Uh, then we'll have uh, on Friday, January the 7th at 8 a.m., we'll begin our rabbit show. 
And then uh, while that's going on, the AgMEC projects will be put into place uh, out on the barn underneath. Uh, they're on the south side of our show barn. And they'll begin showing and presenting those to the judges at 9 a.m. Then uh, our meat goats, market weather goats, um, will follow the rabbits. Then the breeding does. Then market lambs, breeding ewes, heifers, and then steers. And then on Saturday morning at 10 o'clock, uh, our kiddos will will get a chance to be rewarded for their their year of hard work and efforts. Uh, there at the premium sale, we. Uh, We'll do our scholarship presentation there at the beginning of that. Each day we'll have uh, we'll begin with uh, a pledge and and uh, invocation there before we start uh, with kids presenting the flags and that. So um, then after the auction is over with, um, the friends of the fair will provide us a bean and cornbread lunch, and then we'll have homemade desserts to go with that. So uh, swing by and and. Support the kiddos. They they work awful hard at this. Um, you know, a lot of times it's not in uh, in very good weather and, and environment all the time, but but they work hard at it and they enjoy it really well. So come out and, and check things out. If you have questions, find one of the board members, find one of the ag teachers or myself. Uh, we'll be more than happy to help you with whatever you need and uh, and look forward to a good a good week next week. So you you got my interest whenever you said desserts with the cornbread and beans and is there any chance that i might have an opportunity to partake into some black berry cobbler or peach cobbler by a certain miss uh easter maple um cook for us there's a possibility there might be some of that there <laughs> are you putting you so you're putting it in I, order i'm of course i can <laughs> Absolutely. Every time I miss those, uh, I missed an opportunity on a uh, online auction. I believe uh, I don't know that it was cooked by Miss Easter, but I know that it was the family recipe, and that is a very secret, um, <clears throat> you know, recipe. Yes, it will uh, go to the grave. By the way, uh, <laughs> I missed on an opportunity to participate in the parent community. A fundraiser for their livestock and there was a blackberry and there was a, 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 peach. a, a peach and it was around Thanksgiving time and I could have been the hit of the Thanksgiving uh, you know uh, activities at the Humphreys house but uh, I missed it I always miss it I'm a day late and a dollar short but I would go for just a little scoop of that blackberry cobbler by the way if if you know Mrs. Easter we'll was listening to me okay <laughs> Garland, are y'all still doing a, a live feed? If people are not able to make it out there, by, or do you know if that live feed is going to work throughout the whole? They're going to try to. Try now. to. Good now, deal. whether it's going to work or not, I can't tell you that, <laughs> but they're going to try. Out, out, of, out of your wheelhouse, huh? <laughs> yeah. yeah. 94.7 KWKQ, I think, is planning on being back? there. Good. Coach T and myself, if y'all will have us, I think are making arrangements to do live broadcast. And let me tell you, you should listen to us. Uh, it gets pretty interesting whenever Coach T starts uh, talking about the swines and what's not, and it just keeps going. It's a comic show pretty much. I bet we can find you all a spot. I think so, too. I love it. If, and if you see Coach T, make fun of him because this year I'm going to rock a Pearl Snap sh shirt. Just He showed up last year the year before. The guy has never worn a Western shirt in his life. He wears T-shirts and coaching shorts every day, right? 
and he shows up all dressed up like he'd been to the Western store, and he's got this Western stuff and stiff blue jeans, a pair of boots on, and I'm like, you're kidding me, right? <laughs> pearl snap shirt. So anyway, now he told me that his pearl snap shirt doesn't fit anymore, so he had to go shopping. <laughs> Too many dilly dilly sandwiches. That's what it is. So, But, you know, everybody's involved. And yes. that's the whole thing about it is this is the one time or one of the greatest events that brings our entire community and our entire county together in one place. Yes, sir. And it, it is. It is. The history of our affair, I mean, we were kind of kicking it around beforehand. Any idea when it started? I have no idea, Keith, but I can tell you that listening to my dad and his brothers – they used, I mean, they load up the whole farm and go to the county show. I mean, they would right. take they would take breeding stock. I mean, they took they took everything and go went to the county show. Right, and and, and the history of 4-H, which Texas 4-H was birthed here in yes. Jack County, was was because of the county county show, correct? I mean, that's what they were doing is they were education are educating those young guys of how to produce better livestock and better crops that where the competition was at the county show. And so this has been going on probably as long as Jack County has been a settlement in one form or another. Yeah, I'm not sure when it started, but I know it, it was – they were having, they had the Jack County show back in the 50s. Yeah. And look where we've come from. Great things. Yep. If you can, please support – the Jack County Youth Fair, so support the Fair Association and their works. Um, if you do have the ability to make a monetary donation, uh, please do that. Uh, they've got some great projects in the works. Um, you know, they will do it. I promise you the money will not stay in a bank. It will be a- absolutely allocated, and they will expand the pavilion. All the facilities out there will just get better and better under their guidance. Keith, and I wanted to make one real quick plug for the 4-H and the FFA. These kiddos don't just show animals. They have other programs within those, the FFA and the 4-H, leadership programs. I mean, come support these kids because you'll see these kiddos that are out here, they are the future of our county. They're going to be sitting where we are someday. And uh, y'all come support them and and, and – uh, See what it's all about. I agree. Go, go, not just in the showroom, go walk in the back and walk back there and talk to those young people as they're feeding or grooming or preparing their livestock. And, and those kids are proud of what they've done. You bet. And, and, and pump them up a little bit and they'll, they'll be glad to educate you about what all it takes to, to get into that show ring and get ready to be show ready. Yep. Makes a big difference. Charlie, anything else for us? I think I've expelled all the knowledge. You're like Santa Claus before Christmas Eve. You're fixing to be busy, both of y'all. Definitely so. I mean, this is this is this is game time. You got about two or three days. You referenced a while ago, though, Keith. You know, don't just watch what goes on in the show ring. There's see what happens in the back barn, but there's a lot of that stuff that happens at home, Mm -hmm. and maybe some of that stuff at home you don't need to see. I know we've had some of that at our house a time or two over the last 20 years that 
yeah, we don't need a camera here watching this. <laughs> a few meltdowns. <laughs> yes, definitely I so. Understand. But it's all worth it. And I tell parents all the time, you know, they fight those battles. And I just keep telling them, don't give up. Keep fighting those battles. Keep pushing those kids to get out there yeah. because it'll all pay off in the end. Yeah, man. I yep. agree. You're building the future of Jack County right there. Tip. Guys, thanks for everything that you do. Thanks for being here this again each year. Uh, people count on you, and they do, and they know it's going to be an incredible show. I mean, I'm going to tell you, come out and see it. It will. We are better than any of our surrounding counties whenever it comes to uh, youth fair time. We try to be. We do it. So, all right, guys, we'll see you at the fair barn. Yeehaw!